We're back with JB's Driving Podcast. And better than ever. That's Sorry. our copyright-free intro. Yeah, fuck Some that. car guitar riffs. Here with Paul and Tom. <sighs> don't be too fucking excited. I'm freaking excited. You don't sound it. I'm fine. So uh, what movie are we doing? Uh, Hard to Kill. What Martin. movie did we do last week? Uh, Above the Law. Was there anything else that you wanted to say about Above the Law? It's It speaks for itself. I think so. It's a middle-of-the-road cop fucking buddy cop film. That's it. Yeah, Nothing else to fucking say about it. Really not that good either, but whatever. It, no, it, it doesn't... As but but as buddy cop films go, I mean, Christ, dude, none of them were that good in the eighties. Yeah, you're right. I just can't believe it was in '88 that it was made. Like, it's it's hard for me to grasp that. No, oh. well, whatever. So we're gonna move forward uh, to his second film. What's it called? It's called Hard to Kill. I have to tell you that every fucking time because you keep forgetting. Uh, it was released February 9th, 1990. Hmm. It opened at 9.2 million, which is first for yeah. the week. So a, m- a big, big fucking jump from the first movie. Uh, it totaled out at 47.4 million, which was 25th for the year. Uh, it opened up against Loose Cannons. Do you remember Loose Cannons? <sighs> Isn't that... Dan Aykroyd? I thought that was Eric Aleniak. No. No, 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 no. In Under Siege. Oh, Jesus. Under Siege 3, Loose Cannons. Gotcha. It opened up against Loose Cannons and Stanley and Iris. What? Yes, Stanley and Iris. And then the other movies in the top 10 that week were Driving Miss Daisy, Stella, Born on the Fourth of July, Tango and Cash, The War of the Roses, Internal Affairs, and Steel Magnolias. Mm. 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 Movie was directed by Bruce Malmuth. 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 I don't know how to fucking say his name. That's an excuse to go to the court and change your name. Uh yeah. He he uh, unfortunately has passed away on June 29th, ninth, two thousand. Why would you bring that up? I don't know because I always tell Depressing. you they're dead. Weren't they in Alice in Wonderland? Mm-hmm. Dead people. Uh, his his claims to fame being Nighthawks. Which is a shitty movie from the eighties. Uh is that about helicopters? I don't remember, dude. Uh Pen Pentalon. I just think it's about birds. Pentathon Pentalon. Can you say that? Pentalon? Pentalon. No. Fuck you. The T H is silent. Pentalon? So is the end. Pentalon? What? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and he was the ring announcer from Karate Kid, which is in our archives. It's in our archives. Karate Kid and Karate Kid. Part, part two. two. We did part two, too, right? Yeah, because he, you know, was basically just <coughs> rehashed from the first yeah, one. Yeah, just, it's just a stupid movie. But that's it, dude. It's like, he, he he did nothing else. Who are we talking about? Bruce Malmuth. 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 Well, Malmouth? I don't fucking know. <laughs> this movie starred Steven Seagal. Kelly LeBrock played uh, Andy Stewart. Steven Seagal played Mason Storm. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking stupid! <laughs> he has got some of the dumbest <laughs> names in these That's fucking okay. movies. We didn't talk about his name in the last That's movie, which was name. Nico Toscani. In the last movie, this movie he's Mason Storm. <laughs> Mason Storm. Like a wrestler what was it? Name? An under siege wrestler name? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. 
It was something know. fucking hung, stupid. Hung LeBrock. I don't know. Anyway, Andy Stewart, played by Kelly LeBrock, Oof. who uh, by this Oof. point in time had already retired from acting. Uh, her, she's mostly known for The Woman in Red and Weird Science. Weird Science. She is unbelievably attractive. Yes. And her, her accent is like... <laughs> I think she gave way to... Um, motherfucker, now I've lost her name. The the uh, mm, thanks yeah I I forget <laughs> great job that was that was terrific <laughs> bedeviled bedeviled oh oh man you she's d- like fifty five now man you know who I'm talking about she, yeah what's her name he was married to the ugly dude from England who like slept with like an ugly uh, stripper not a stripper uh, yeah but it just seemed to me Elizabeth like you had Hurley you know, Elizabeth Hurley like you had Kelly LeBrock and, and then she was replaced by Elizabeth Hurley Elizabeth in Hurley the nineties looks phenomenal right now. She still holds she up. She is. Kelly yeah. LeBrock, not yeah. so much today, but. No, she's, you know, she might have visited Gold Crow one or too many times. Yeah, and she's put a little bit of weight know, on. Just a little bit. The buffet dessert line there might have, you know, h- held her hostage. Um, William Sadler. Oh, yeah. Good old William Sadler of uh, Demon Knight fame. Yes, Demon Knight. Uh, I like he that was pool. In actually, he, uh, he played a, uh, in Demon Knight and in. Um, Bordello of Blood. Bordello of Blood, and he was also uh, the villain in our archives. Die Hard 2. Of uh, Die Hard 2, yeah. And that he, was covered there this past Christmas. He played uh, um, the devil in Bill and Ted. Yes, he did. Uh, and a bunch of other fucking movies. Finn Mishanigans. So. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. That's yes, another he was big the, role. The one guy there. The Green Mile. Mm-hmm. The one guy there. Do you just do you just not care anymore? Is I love it. Is? No, I'm enjoying myself. Okay, so um, he played the president, Iron Man three. Yeah, and he came back to do the Shield. The the what's the Shield show called? The Agents shield. of Shield. Agents, Agents of Shield. Of shield. Yeah. He played the president. Agents, Agents of Shield. shield. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, series is moving on. Shield. Mm. Uh, Frederick Coffin played mm. Lieutenant Kevin O'Malley. He died. July 31st, 2003. Yeah. Uh, Mostly, the only reason I kind of bring him up, I found it kind of interesting that he also did a movie called Under Siege, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't the Steven Seagal Under Siege. It was a TV movie that was written by Bob Woodward. Bob Woodward. Of, of, you know, Woodward and Bernstein. Yeah. Um, He was in a movie called Shoot to Kill. Shoot to Kill. So there you go. There's your Shoot to Kill. There you go. Fucking idiot. (laughs) Uh, Imagine being a movie called like Shoot the Harm or something like that, or <laughs> Shoot the Scare. Hard to shoot. <laughs> shoot to send a message. <laughs> shoot to send a message. That's a good one. Uh, Bonnie Burrows played Felicia Storm. This woman deserved a fucking Oscar. <laughs> she couldn't act for shit, but she had to act like she enjoyed <laughs> that fucking sex Wait, scene. Do you want to get to that sex scene? <laughs> That sex scene. We, it was, might as well, dude. Because there, there's two. Okay. There's so much. That sex scene. We're just going to open up the bottle of Dom Perignon right now with this movie. Yeah, dude. Because it. it <laughs> so right now he's married to LeBrock. In real life. Who he pulled, was married he to LeBrock. He pulled her out of retirement. To do this shit To do movie. this movie. This shit ass movie. And, and that. Meek and I are watching this. And she was cringing the entire time. Because. Seagal attacks this poor actress like an animal. And I'm like, any chance he can get any sex teams that grab the actress's ass, 
He gets all the ass. Oh, shit, yeah. And on top of this, he rips her top off and just starts fondling her breasts. Oh, he it's ridiculous. Up, he goes from her breasts It's a tune in Tokyo, baby. I mean, there is no in-between. There's nope. no sexual. He is... It, it makes you uncomfortable, <laughs> and I've seen yeah. a lot it's, of fucking it, sex in movies, and this just makes you it's, feel like, what the hell are you doing, man? It's, it's kind of Especially, obvious. now, when I first watched it, I didn't realize Kelly LeBrock was married to him at yeah. the time, yeah. okay? Because once you get to the Kelly LeBrock sex scene, like, the first thing he does is basically just stick his fingers in her asshole. Yeah, just right it's there. It's just ridiculous. There, there is no, like, rubbing the back, caressing no. the back. Or, like, shoulders. And or she's th- wearing one of those fucking cut shirts yeah. in the front where, you yeah. know, you just want that shit to take. You want that coming off. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. But that, that first sex scene in the, in the bed. Oh, Christ, I mean, dude. Again, there's, there's no run-up. It's just, zoop, right for the crack. Oh, yeah. And he just... <laughs> He's up in that, that fucking pinky. asshole. He's got at least a pinky in there, and then and then when he doesn't have his finger in her is in her ass, he's got it just groping Gro- her tits. And it's it's not I and mean, kissing her chest. Kissing, too. It's it's not nothing sense. They're they're supposed to be married. Yeah, the dude. It's, it's it's apparent that he's taking advantage of the position as an actor to feel them titties. I mean, that's all there is to it. That's I mean, that's it is blatant. It is blatant. You you would expect you would expect a sex scene between a you know a wife a man and his wife mm-hmm. to be a little more gentle, especially yeah. in fucking nineteen ninety. Okay, we're not <laughs> talking about no. sex scene. The ridiculousness. All right, let's of do this now. next. Let's do this next. Let's do this next. <laughs> sex scene between a wife and a man. I mean, yeah, wife and a husband. That's the point. What they're doing right there. That's like fucking a hooker. Yeah. That's what he was doing. He was. He was. Yeah. He's fucking a hooker, you know. And I, I guess it's because he knows she's gonna die in thirty seconds. <laughs> so, yeah. So but it's, like, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, and I, I mean, I sent you an article mm-hmm. about um, the worst sex scenes. Yes. Yes. And and it, there was a bunch of people on the list. Funny enough, number twelve, you know, honorable mention was uh, Steven Seagal's entire <laughs> career. Entire career. <laughs> Every fucking sex scene he ever did is completely uncomfortable and hard to watch, and it's com- and it's true. It's, it's damn true. Yeah, Mika's like he's not attractive. There's nothing attractive about the guy. He's no, just, there's no charisma with him. He's just, just, he's just gro- she's like he's gross. Uh, I guess. I mean, I'm not a woman. I mean, I I, I guess at least he's a, okay. Well, wait a minute. We wait, have wait, to, wait a minute. You don't identify as a woman. That's. Kind of be politically correct. Here. I identify as a six-year-old black girl, we but don't that's not here nor there. Okay, so I'm not a woman yet. How about that? Hmm. Um, it's a great comment, Tom. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's bringing it today, isn't mm-hmm. he? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said too much last week. Yeah. Uh, the 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 scene is so fucking uncomfortable. And yeah. then yeah. the guys break into the house. <laughs> and it's like, instead of like throwing his wife on the floor For or safety. something, he just <laughs> flings her ass <laughs> to the side and kind of, yeah. you know, oh. jumps out of bed. By the way, he has clothes on. <laughs> How the fuck is he fucking her? And he's got a vest. And he's... <laughs> He's got one of them 1992 Express vests on, the silk one. Yeah. I, I, it's not like they were just, I mean, yeah, they were just starting. 
But she, he's done taking her top off, and they are on the bed. Yeah. How are they not, you know, I, I would assume they were fucking, but apparently not because he's still fully dressed when he gets out of bed and shoots the guy in the shoulder. Nobody, you yeah, know, yeah. nobody fucking picks up on the fact that, you know, that one of the cops ended up getting shot in the fucking shoulder. Nobody puts no. that concept together. No. Uh, then... I I I don't I don't even know what to fucking say, dude. It was like he almost just stood there and pointed at her and said, "Take her, not take me." Take her. <laughs> and they shoot her. Would you her. like some <laughs> so I can get out? I was mean, it, what wasn't my fault. Fuck? Wasn't my fault. These guys are psychopaths too that try to kill him because they go after Lou, his little son, little Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, they go try to kill him too. Of course, they're psychopaths. And of course, you see them later in the movie. The guy looks like the, that he ran out of movie like money. So he just hired some random, like, you know, There is extra. zero. They are wearing fucking masks. You can't see their face. But for some reason, they try to kill the child. There's no good reason for there's that. No good reason. They're psychopaths. It, it, there's no, it's not like he came home and told his son about the fucking senator. Yeah. Who he caught. And take that to the bank. I mean, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Draws you in. It makes you feel feel for the, the plight of the main character. You can take that to the bank. So, he gets shot in the fucking chest, what, three times? Yes. And, and they're shooting him with a fucking shotgun, yet he only takes, he yes. doesn't take, like, buckshot. That's what I was going to say about He that. takes fucking single shots. Yeah. The, what about the liquor store guy? The, the, the oh, my God, the dude. Like, that whole scene just blows, because... Seagal goes in there. He's a complete asshole to the liquor store guy. And the liquor store guy's an asshole back to him. Everybody's assholes in this fucking movie. <laughs> Everybody's an asshole in this movie. What was this put? It was this, uh, what year was this put out? 90. 1990. This is 1990. So Seagal's there. I get some champagne. They're giving each other shit. And here come the robbers <laughs> with shotguns. They kill the, the liquor store guy, but it doesn't look like a shotgun. It looks like, it looks like someone shot him with like a freaking, you know, like a nine millimeter. Right. He goes flying backwards. Seagal doesn't care. Like, oh, no. There's no emotion by Seagal at all. So what does he do? In Aikido. The guy, he walks up and sticks his fucking throat into the shotgun. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why in the fuck would you do After that? After you just saw the guy you get shot. You just saw him shoot. It's not like he's afraid to kill somebody. Yeah. And why in the hairy fuck is this robber just standing there with a shotgun? Like, stunned. Instead of shooting him as he approaches yeah. to put his neck yeah. up to the fucking shotgun. Yeah, yeah. It's that whole thing. And he kicks everybody's ass. But the thing is, he's like mocking him the entire time. Then the next scene, he's outside like signing some papers. Doesn't care that the, some innocent guy just got shot. He's like, I'm, I'm going to go home. And he I'm robs the fucking <laughs> store. <laughs> Did you pay attention to the fact that he robbed the fucking liquor he, store? He, never paid. he took the champagne <laughs> and the bear yeah. for his kid. Yeah. Which, by the way, how the bear didn't get some blood on it. Yeah. Or, you know, the champagne bottle didn't get broken in this fucking melee. I have no idea. That's just how the world works in 1990. But That's he goes outside. Works. He's getting into his car. He's like, oh, you should be up for an Oscar. Yeah. By the way, who the fuck cares that it's Oscar season? But they keep talking about the Oscars like yeah. it's some big goddamn deal. Yeah. Ah, you got the Oscars on? Who, no, Nobody it's a it's a Oscars. shitty fucking black and white TV that's like twelve, you know, maybe twelve inches at best. Maybe it was supposed to be a subliminal hint. 
Or, uh, yeah, give me an Oscar nomination? Yeah, for this pile of shit that made zero sense whatsoever. Movie of the night. Hard to watch. <laughs> it's, it's funny that you say that because Kelly LeBrock did an interview, in, I don't know, in the 2000s somewhere, and she basically calls the movie hard to watch. That's that's what she calls oh, it. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what, where is it? Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, Seagal and LeBrock were married at the time of the filming. LeBrock had retired from acting by that time and did it as a favor to Seagal. She calls the movie hard to watch or hard to believe. <laughs> and how do you think she feels watching him on the like you know watching him on the set molest another molest woman? the other actress. <laughs> and he's just like it's oh, just acting. Oh, honey. But you're not it's an actor. Just, it's for the movie. <laughs> let's 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 back up to the fact that we know for a fact this motherfucker's not an actor. Not he never actor. was. <laughs> he did one movie because he was an action guy. Mm-hmm. So molesting a woman on set, you're not acting. You're molesting a woman on set. You're mo- yeah, molesting a woman on set. Can we talk about the death scene of his like his uh, his cop friend, the black dude? They like charging him like. <laughs> He's watching his TV on the foot of his uh, foot of his bed. It looks like a fucking like hotel or hotel something. room. And they come in. He turns around. His eyes go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They shoot, he flies off the bed. They shoot him. They shoot him. And he goes up. Dude, every time <laughs> that, somebody gets shot in this movie, they fucking fly like fifty feet <laughs> up. It makes zero sense. It's terrible. Of course. So he go, ends up in a coma. He ends up in a coma <clears throat> for seven years. Yep. Doesn't lose any weight. Nope. <laughs> no. no atrophy whatsoever. Has this beautiful mane of hair. Oh, oh, but we <laughs> have to make sure that we have a scene where we talk about his dick size. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, because it makes perfect sense that a man in a coma would be completely naked <laughs> under a single sheet. <laughs> a single sheet, yeah. He's got all these fucking... Uh, you know, tubes and wires connected to his one arm, which conveniently just come right off. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's. we have to have a scene where she's like, oh, wake up with that. You know, you have so much to live for. Oh, she like lifts up the, lifts up the sheets. Wake up, please. It's so fucking. Yeah. She has like three or four lines in this movie that are so egregiously bad. Well, didn't Seagal also help write the script for this movie? Oh, I'm sure he did. <laughs> he has rewrites in every one of his fucking scripts. Have to talk about my penis size. Dude. Wife. Diligent wife. Oh, holy shit. She has some of the worst lines in cinematic history in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. They are so bad. We haven't even... I'm going to... There's a. There's one later that we have to talk about, but I, I, I want to wait till we get to it. <laughs> I know we're going against the grain on this one and almost doing a scene-by-scene scene like yeah. our old days, but you kind of have to with this movie. It's that fucking bad. <laughs> so he's in a coma for seven years. They have to have a scene where he's talking about, you know, his cock being huge. <laughs> he wants a pussy. Jesus she has a cat. Christ. I'm, surpri- I'm literally, yes, yeah. I'm literally surprised she just didn't fucking mount him yeah. while he's in a coma because that's how bad the scene was. So he wakes up, and, and, you know, she's like, she has, she's dumbfounded. She's a fucking nurse. She knows what to look for. She understands how things work, because she's a nurse. 
But she's so dumbfounded with the fact that there's an alarm going off that basically says he's dead. Yeah, but she and she just brushes it off. Yeah, she's oh, work, what's going She's on writing here? something, <laughs> and she's like, "Damn machines! <laughs> what the fuck, dude? It's flatlining." <laughs> Okay, because the lead came off. He Pes- knocks the lead pesky off. Pesky noises. And it's like, wow, <laughs> let me flick this. It must not be working right. It's what the fuck are you doing, lady? You're a nurse. You understand that he's flatlining, right? Which he wasn't, of course, because the lead was knocked out. But she goes over and, oh, everything's fine. Everything's <laughs> comp- So as soon as she starts to walk away, he's like, man. And she freaks the fuck out and immediately hits... The saline, like, you know how the salines are on one of those, uh, the old school metal poles, and she hits it across the fucking room, which is supposed to be connected to his arm. So how is it fucking thrown across the room? Not to mention he's laying in the bed, and he's got something that looks like a cast on his arm, Mm -hmm. which would make zero sense because he's been in a fucking coma for seven years. So... Anything he had wrong with him would be healed by healed, now, yes. except for the atrophy in his <laughs> arms, legs, and fucking entire body. body. Okay, his entire body should just basically be jello at this <laughs> he point. He's like Methuselah, but he just looks. Look so he's Jesus. like, "You got to get me out of here because we're going to be Jesus. dead in a fucking hour." <laughs> and 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 instead of actually listening to what he's saying, she's just like, "Oh yeah, I have other patients to deal with." <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, dude? So she, she calls the cops. The cops are fucking all on the pay. They're all they're on the pay of this every fucking gangster. Every single cop. In every every, every no cop. There's no good cop left. There's no good cops. The one good cop, there's actually two good cops left uh, outside of SWAT because apparently all of SWAT's yeah, good. They're all. I'm not sure that they wouldn't have shot him, but, you know, apparently all of SWAT's still good. And one fucking guy that we've never seen in the entire movie, he's still a good cop. But the only other good cop in there in internal affairs, quit because he just couldn't take couldn't it anymore. Take it. <laughs> Too many dirty cops. Just his friend. In internal affairs. Too many dirty cops. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? What about the idea that she called the, the, the cops saying, like, you know, this John Doe is alive, and they immediately knew who it was. Oh, even, yeah. Even though they... Like, a John Doe woke up from a coma from seven years ago. What? <laughs> And it must be Mason Storm. It's got to be Mason Storm. <laughs> Even though there was a funeral and all that stage. The fucker's dead. <laughs> Seven years. <laughs> Seven years goes by. <clears throat> God damn it. God damn it. They got us. They immediately fucking know it. They got Mason us, Johnson. Storm. That's ridiculous. You're Johnson, absolutely Oh, crazy. he retired. <laughs> fucking hell, dude. In fact, I'm the only one left here. We gotta talk about like what you know when he's starting. But to- oh, dude, going back to the, his buddy getting shot in the motel. <laughs> you remember the action line that he says? No, no. <laughs> he kicks open the door and he's like, "Storm line three. because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he fucking said to him when he called. <laughs> Storm line three. Is the fucking line that you'd use to kill somebody. <laughs> Storm line. <laughs> that scene, he turns around surprised, and then sh- 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 he shoots right up in the fucking air. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. It, it was ridiculous. So then. <laughs> what about when he's, okay. Then there's, then there's like when he's healing, 
But he can't heal. He can't go to the healing yet. (laughs) The fact that he's in the hospital, you can't get out of the hospital yet. His arm shouldn't fucking work. And they keep playing this thing where, like, he tries to push a button and he looks like a retard (laughs) because he can't push a goddamn button. Okay? And and he's doing that thing where he's, like, using his entire hand to, to do things. Yet he can articulately use a mop handle to fucking <laughs> move himself through yes. a door yes. and push the buttons. <laughs> the and elevator chase scene was so stupid. The, 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 Going up and down. Okay, dude, you're, I know a mop handle doesn't weigh that much, but you can barely move your arms, but you can pick up a fucking mop handle and hold it at one end and push it. Push a button. Push a button that's yeah, fucking you're this. You're able to control it. <laughs> it's, it's absurd. It's completely absurd. And then he goes to the top floor, and the guy shows up, but he manages to push the fucking basement quick enough. The nurse comes out. Kelly Brock comes out and joins out. Oh, now do you believe me? So now she's running him out of the fucking thing. He's still in the hospital, but if you pay attention, he's moved his legs like six times. <laughs> he can't move. He should not be able to move his fucking legs, but... Like, his legs are flat, and then they're up, and then they're, like, moved over to the one side of the bed to the other. It's fucking, what the hell, dude? And some, and then she's running him down this fucking... What do they call that? Continuity? Handicap (laughs) ramp. Okay? And honestly, dude, she's running in fucking... Wasn't she in heels? I want to say she was in heels. She She might not have Holes, but she wasn't... (laughs) Holes. You have to you have to watch our uh, listen to our episode from last week to know what that that's about. Um, but she's running down this emergency ramp behind him, and the dan- there's no fucking way in a million years that she would be able to stop this bed, which has to weigh at least a hundred pounds. The bed has to be at least a hundred pounds because it's one of those old school electric beds. Mm-hmm. And then he has to weigh at least a hundred. To you know, 150 pounds, right? Maybe what they're doing is they're like they're pretending that he weighs 150 pounds because of all the atrophy. You know, it's like I mean, in reality, suspension, she's gotta... suspension, disbelief. He doesn't really look like that right now. We'll pretend he weighs 120 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Okay, still 120 pounds. I'm just trying. So to throw that's some... 220. She weighs a buck ten at most. Yeah. And she's able to somehow stop this fucking traveling bed that's going down this the missile. emergency ramp. <laughs> it's a goddamn missile. You're right. That's exactly what it is. It's a fucking missile. And then she can get him in and the car. And then she can easily pick him up, get him in the car, and, and they take off. It, the whole fucking scene is so absurd on every level. Mm-hmm. And then they get back to this fucking house. Her, her dojo? Her god, Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's a fucking dojo. <laughs> it makes no sense. And then they come up with this cockamamie story about, oh, I'm house-sitting for a doctor who's a friend of the family who's in China now. (laughs) Of course that happens. So, of course, you know, even though he's doing a keto in the movie, he knows Chinese. He can write Chinese. He can speak Chinese. I love that. He's like, I can't get healed by ordinary medicine. Here's some herbs and some spices that I need. He's like <laughs> writing his like 36 con- herbs and spices. Kanji, and he starts talking about uh, how he grew up in the I'm Orient. I'm going to make myself some fucking KFC and it'll His specific line, cure me. I grew up in the Orient. <laughs> in the Orient? <laughs> Who says that? The Orient. Well, uh, well people, rug salesmen, apparently. <laughs> That's about it. 
What the fuck, dude? Now, of course, back in 1990, I, I don't think it was offensive to say the Orient. No, just like... Well, who, who said, well I don't think it's a, a f- no, it's offensive. not offensive, it, but it's not just, it's usually, it just, the terminology has changed. But yeah, who who says that? Who says I grew up in the Orient? Same guy who says people, Chinaman. Yeah, people in the 30s. <laughs> what, what, what about? I was a Chinaman in the Orient. The montage of him getting better. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's dude. running up the. I mean, this might have been a 1990 movie, but it, it was an 80s movie. <laughs> Oh. He hasn't gotten the medicine yet. He hasn't gotten <laughs> the anything. Herb, the but herbs. S- somehow he's able to walk. Smoke the fucking. <laughs> I mean, do, do you think he has like a Jesus complex? Rosemary or something. Like, smoke the lavender and can take cilantro. Him out. He'll, he'll, oh, but it, no, better. he can't just fucking smoke something. He's got to do coal. He's going to poke these fucking oh, needles yeah. in them with Get globs of shit on the end so that they, so the fucking. F- it can go all around him somehow. It. <laughs> That montage was ridiculous. Every fucking piece of it. The self-administered acupuncture, the him running, which Uh, is his own travesty. Oh, we got it. Okay. (laughs) All right. We've waited long enough to discuss. He cannot run. He runs. I don't even know. I can't come up with an example. His legs are, like, really close together. (laughs) And his arms, his arms are, his, his elbows are, like, to his side. They, his elbows don't leave his side. It's just to the bottom of his arms. I swear to God, I wish we had this on video. You know, you know what week. I got? You know what I got? I know. He's got his, he's got his, his elbow Wait does not move from his body. And his fucking arm just swings back and forth. I got a, I got a reason. Apparently, he was a toku. The reincarnation of... Chung Drag Dory. What the fuck's that got to uh, do with his arm? That's how they ran back in the day. And he's no one's re- ever run like reincarnation that of that guy. N- Yingma. Yingma, the oldest sect. He's a, yeah. Dude, you're full of shit. Okay. <laughs> well, no one has ever go. ran that way in the history of the planet. I've never Actually, seen Actually, I'm pretty sure if like. You've been driving for a while, and all of a sudden you've got that urge to take a dump, and you're like you're pulling into your house. That's you, how you run. That's how you run. No, that, you that's go. more anal retentive. That's <laughs> more like it. you have the, your butt clenched. No, no, you're running like this. your your butt is like completely clenched. Praying to God, <laughs> and maybe your hands might be at your side. Okay, that's a little different than what he does, which is his elbows don't leave his side whatsoever, and the bottom of his arms swing. Like a puppet. So you're saying so you're saying basically they ran out of animation budget. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs like that in every fucking movie. Every movie he runs like that. It's it's I've never seen it. I've never it's like if you were to take a belt and put it around your entire <laughs> torso and your arms at the elbows and then try to run. That's what it looks like. It's it's I I am astounded that he ever got anywhere in life. Like literally, like it moved from one spot to another. Because if I don't notice it as much when he walks, but when he runs, it's apparent. That you know, that is probably a subject for an entirely different podcast. But Steven Seagal, not an actor, probably fibbed about a lot of his background. Married, <laughs> Ke- married Kelly LeBron, got to fond a lot of women. <laughs> You know, I, runs like runs. I don't know what we call it. And uh, what diarrhea? I mean, bet best friends with Vladimir Putin. I don't know. He went over that. He was a Russian. 
He's been he's been doing all this stuff, and you go back. Well, what have you done? Run like a retard. <laughs> Run like a retard. What? I don't know. Something. And and it's like you you say based on this, based on this, based on this. But if you, it's got no foundation whatsoever, and it's a, it's 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 amazing. I guess that's that's America. What about him knocking the plank, <laughs> the plank out of the? Remember he makes this plank. Yes. And he he punches it, but it doesn't knock out like the entire plank. He literally punches it so hard. That it splinters. Of course it And it does. goes flying. <laughs> Dude. It, you it see him go dig, down he like He doesn't a even sh- know how to fucking dig a hole. <laughs> the way he dug a hole was just weird. Everything he did was weird. And he digs a hole. He puts this fucking piece of wood in there. You've seen this a million times. Like, they did it in Kill Bill. The only difference in Kill Bill, it was fucking cool. Because, like... Their hand, they, they basically had their finger out, and then they turned it into a fist and punched forward. He takes a full fucking blow at it, and he just looks retarded. I mean, it, the whole goddamn time. And then when he finally gets his strength back, we're supposed to believe that within two to three days that he's gotten over seven years of atrophy. The body is an amazing thing, isn't it? I don't care what shape you're in. <laughs> All it took was acupuncture, snorting gunpowder, and fucking punching the punching board. <laughs> Dude, I know I am far this thing from being in any kind of good shape. Okay? I I fell down a flight of fucking stairs and hurt my shoulder. I still can't fucking use my arm right. Well, I'll, I'll be well gotta, it's you been gotta, months. You got to smoke stuff, punch <laughs> wood, and have montage there music, and there you go. There we go. We got to do this. I, I missed the fucking smoke part. That's the problem. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Three, it, it's got, I mean, what is it, two, three days that he's in this fucking yeah, place? Yeah, man. Oh, and by the way, Kelly LeBrock, he's got no relationship whatsoever with Kelly LeBrock. No. Okay, Andy, the nurse... Would ha- has this like made up relationship with him while he's in a coma. Yeah, but he wakes up. The first thing you would think he, you know, he his thinks about and his wife and, yeah. and, and son who's now dead. Uh, but you know, there's no emotion. He's there. he's with her for like three days and then sleeps with her and fucks her, and it's just like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? <laughs> no emotion. And 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 as me and as soon as he comes, he has a flashback of his wife. <laughs> He looks at the ring on his finger and thinks about his wife, and he got a he got a weird look on his face. Yeah. I couldn't tell if he was disappointed with himself. <laughs> he probably was like, "I wasted all those years." I, I can't tell. Could have gotten. I cannot for the life well, of me I like tell. It. Well, the fact that she brought him like all the newspaper articles about his son, or like out of the blue, like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, by the way, here's your son." Yeah, your son's fucking uh, dead. Uh, hey, he's a uh, he's a dead one. So I gotta go. I I haven't I haven't recovered yet, but I'm gonna go out to the uh, the dude grave ranch. site. Now they don't have the grave site, fucking for him. But yeah, his grave site. They don't have that staked out, but no. they have the cop who's no longer a cop's mother's house, fucking staked. Yes, because yes. that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. They killed the fucking uh, the other nurse. Yeah, and and try to blame it on Kelly LeBrock. But they don't have her place staked out either. Yeah, it's, it's it, what so the fuck are you miss. doing? Wheel of plot points. <laughs> Mother of cop. Oh, okay, we got to go there now. And I did enjoy the scene where, and her sex scene is is unnatural as oh, well. It's, he just goes right for the ass there. Too. Oh, dude. I mean, just it's not even close. Come, I mean, she comes in, throws himself at her. I'm I'm gonna be honest. He if rose. she didn't have a fucking dress on, 
he'd have shit on his hand. <laughs> That's how much he was up in yeah. there. It was ridiculous. He went right the <laughs> fuck up there. <laughs> and I mean, then right. turns around and just grabs <laughs> that tit. So he's got one finger up her ass, and he's basically milking the cow on the other hand. It is fucking ridiculous. It is. It is it and now, knowing that, he's his, that, that she was his wife at the time makes it a little more acceptable. More, more palatable. But still, dude, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So that there, so he meets up with his friend eventually. Finds his friend, his old cop, internal buddy. investigation, the one body. that basically said he was dead and his son was dead. And, yeah. And then you know the cop says, "Hey, your son's still alive." No, yeah, he's a junior at this school. And yeah, he's he's. Of course, you know, you, you know immediately when you saw that, that guy's gonna die too because Seagal's the only one who can live. <laughs> he's the only one who can live in these damn movies. And he gets, like his friend gives him the gun, and there's that scene where he practiced shooting with these flower pots. Of course, he's a great marksman. He starts shooting before he even aims. And he's, he's pulling the gun, just starts shooting. Of course, all the flower pots just explode. Now, that's not the worst shooting scene <laughs> in the movie. Well, the f- was the but it's the first shooting scene with him, and you're right. He's, he just blows the fucking pots up like there's explosives in the pots. Yeah, just blows them up, doesn't aim, just, you know, just doesn't even do that. Billy the freaking kid. Now, the... the, the the, the 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 ultimate the penultimate scene in her house well in the Chinese doctor's oh, house oh for fuck's sake dude that shootout was I couldn't stop laughing it it's so <laughs> ridiculous I could not stop laughing it leads to one of the worst lines <laughs> in cinema history but before we get to that line we have to discuss this scene a little we bit we have to. This is not going to be one of my best packing jobs. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? Throw some shit in it. Why are you even packing? Just get the fuck out. Why yeah. are you packing? Yeah. There's yeah. people. There's, you know, a there, whole group a of army. fucking people coming to kill you. You could always come back. Yeah. And get your shit later. Yeah. Don't worry about, you know, your dress. Holy Leave. crap. Oh, this isn't going to be my best packing job. So then the guy is sneaking into the fucking house. He's got him. He's got him dead to fucking right. Yeah. But for some reason, some dude decides he's going to jump off the fucking <laughs> roof onto the balcony right in front of her. Yeah. So now you there's the element of surprise is gone. Yes. So that makes zero fucking sense. Zero sense. Uh, he yeah. disarms the bad guy <laughs> the and shoots off. the fucking other guy the immediately. He breaks his arm. He goes like, Nine degrees the opposite direction. <laughs> Looks so fake. And then the actor who played him had the worst, like the most unnatural like reaction to getting his arm split in half. <laughs> but like skull just mows through everybody in that house. But they're stupid, dude. <laughs> just run they're out. coming okay, they run out into the hallway. There's two cops at the bottom of the in the bottom. Okay. So these two cops are trying to shoot them, supposedly, but what they do is they shoot above the goddamn railing when they're underneath. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why are you shooting up there? You have machine guns <laughs> that will go through, uh, you know, uh, 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 a fucking, go through a wall. Yeah, a wall, that's what it's called. No, I was, what's the, <laughs> sheetrock is what I, I couldn't think of the word, sheetrock. It would go through sheetrock. Yeah. A gun fucking... It will, A yeah. bullet's going to go through sheetrock. It's going to go right through it, right. But they decide that they're going to shoot above the fucking yeah. railing. Yeah. 
all the way across the hallway. All the way across the hallway. Doesn't make you, dude. And of course, no. Seriously. And he, and he pops up and just blows them both, both away. <laughs> just and there's like it proceeds to be like two cops. It's almost like a video game. Right. He moves from room to room. Two cops show up. He blows them away. Doesn't get touched. By the way, the the one guy who's gun jams. That's Dean Norris. Dean Norris. Uh, who, you know, eventually he was um in Breaking Bad. Okay. The guy who played the uh, brother-in-law <coughs> in Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, 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 so yeah, that, yeah. He he was bald as fuck in 1990. Yeah. You know, he That's never something. He's, he's like Arn Anderson, you know. He yeah, looked like he, he was. Exactly. He's, he's just, you know, bald white guy number two. Yeah. Bald. And weirdly enough, in the ver- in the versions that I watched, because I watched, you know, the DVD over there, and then I watched, I have another copy of it. So right, I watched that so this good. morning. It is so good that Paul has two copies of it. No, I had, fuck you, whatever. So mm. basically, I watched it again right before I came Because it's a great movie. You and can't help but watch that movie. I want to watch. He got top billing. When the credits start rolling, Dean Norris is the first name that comes. Wow! Across. It's like, dude, you had two lines <coughs> in the entire part, movie. Yeah. Anyway, so he fucking kills those guys. Now, the part I want to talk about is they—he's destroying this fucking house, <laughs> and it's not even like his house. It's not his house. Not her house. It's not her house. He's destroying the fucking place. <laughs> And at the end, it looks like he's doing it on purpose. Like, he's literally just breaking shit for no good reason. I think he, he didn't even fucking throw somebody through a glass door or something. It was like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Why are yeah. you intentionally destroying this guy's shit? Yeah. He's letting you stay there, and you're just ripping up his his, his dojo. So then they're in the fucking Jeep, and oh, they're leaving. It gets better. And then you get the worst fucking line in cinematic history. I forgot to lock the door. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kelly oh. LeBrock with her <laughs> third really fucking shitty line in this movie. Not her last, but her third. Seagal wrote it for her, too. Holy crap. I forgot to lock the door. Stupid wife. That was necessary. <laughs> Probably was mad at her when he wrote the script. Jesus Give her these Christ. shitty lines. So then they're driving. And if you're and you're watching this and and you you're know laughing really hard at this point, yeah, I was it's dying. Fucking I was dying. There's a guy on the roof. He's shooting down. They're in a jeep. Okay, so a jeep just has a canvas cover yeah. over the top. Yeah, he's shooting down. You can see the fucking bullets hit the top of the truck. Yeah, but somehow they don't go through. That, uh, they don't get. They don't hit Stevens and go. So then Impossible. they keep going. And he's already been shot you know, once in the movie. That's enough. You know, we're driving and he's <laughs> he's fucking. They're shooting this fucking truck up. So then there's a scene, and he's driving right at these people. Oh, this is great. Oh, this is tremendous. I love this. This is great. He's driving. He's driving. You know, they shoot, shoot. Now, if you pay attention really closely, you'll see that not only, you know, at at one point in time, it's like him on the left side. He's on the left side. He's on the left side. Suddenly, he's on the right side. Driving on the, the opposite side of the fucking car. And then he hits the jump, and he's back on the other side. It's like, what the fuck just happened, dude? Then he, There's no congruency in the scene whatsoever. Then it he, is so bad. Then he runs into the guy, and the guy goes flying like oh, of course. 15 feet up in the air. He hits the guy, and he bounces off <laughs> like he's a fucking bounce, super bounty ball. <laughs> I was on the floor at that point. 
it looked so it was beyond unnatural. Seriously, you hit him, the momentum would take you backwards. He goes up. <laughs> it's straight the fuck up. Kabbalah rocket. It is so ridiculous, dude. It is it is the most <laughs> ridiculous thing. And let's not forget the part where they, they ran through a wooden fence and they show the horse escaping. Yeah. <laughs> that well, that's, that's when the line actually hits. When she's like, I forgot to shut the door or I forgot to lock the door. After she's destroyed this fucking house that she's supposed to be house-sitting at. Yeah. And like it doesn't guys. stop there. His his destruction of public and private yeah. property does not end at this point. Yeah. It just continues to grow and grow. He's in a fucking... He's in that hotel. Mm-hmm. He's throwing people through windows and shit for no good reason. <laughs> no good reason. He throws them through the one side so that they can escape into there. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But then he picks the guy up and throws him back through the win- another window so that he can what? Then go back into the same fucking hallway he was just in? It makes no sense. No sense. Then you have the fucking <laughs> scene where they, they catch up to his buddy and his son yeah. at, the, at the train station. And his dead meat right here. Okay. You no, know he's dead meat here. So, you know, of course he gets shot, but he's... He's RoboCop somehow. <laughs> he gets shot right in the fucking heart. His <laughs> heart stopped beating. He's he doesn't have a heart. <laughs> still going. He's a zombie at this point. So he's on. He's like, you know, run, Sonny. I love you, Sonny. I love you, Sonny. Run. <laughs> and he's on top of the, He's like leaning over the hood of this car and just shooting. He's not looking. He's looking straight down at the road and just shooting <laughs> and manages to fucking hit somebody. <laughs> How he doesn't kill bystanders, I have no idea. He's just fucking... Sh- so then he, he runs out of bullets and they shoot him again. He fucking gets up and hits the guy. He picks a tire iron up. He picks a tire a w- iron up. A well-placed tire iron. That just ground. happened to fucking be there. You can't stop him. He gets up, he gets shot in the other side of the fucking chest. He's shot in his other lung. And then he just <laughs> whacks the fucker in the head with his tire iron. Kills and kills him. Hmm. And then collapses. It's like, I love what? you, Sonny. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Whack. Conveniently enough, Steven Seagal shows up. <laughs> two minutes late. And yeah, two minutes late to save his buddy. But he realizes that these other cops that weren't there have just suddenly showed up and are chasing his son. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how he ascertained all this by just arriving. But he does and starts chasing them down. He gets to the first guy who immediately starts saying, don't hurt me, man. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and then he fucking kicks him in the leg. He's like, oh, you hurt my knee, man. It's like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? You, what do you think is coming? So he throws him in this. He throws him in a dumpster. Sorry. He uh, throws him in a dumpster, and goes chasing after after the Hawaiian, the Hawaiian looking guy, yeah. dude. And uh, you know he he finally catches up to him. So we get into destroying you know private property part two, yeah. where he he proceeds to throw this dude into this this Chinese like I guess it's a rib store of some yeah. sort. It's like a one of those little pop-ups during this parade. And he he proceeds to just destroy this guy's shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's just destroying everything. And the guy's like, that please stop. Weird. 
the, the theme of the movie here is just Steven Seagal the second half just messing everybody else's property up. Maybe he's just angry because he was in a coma for seven years. So he's got this he, pent-up rage in him. He, he, he eventually realizes that he's one of the guys that killed, you know, shot his wife. What he doesn't realize is he was the guy who got shot in the shoulder who apparently didn't get shot in the shoulder right. somehow because um, he broke the guy's arm. All right. And then he realizes, okay, well, uh, this is the guy, so he kills him. Right, right. So then we, we fast forward to <laughs> the final the scene. The final scene with with him <laughs> beating up like the rest of the gang. He walks in with a fucking gun. Oh, I've got a gun. I'll just put <laughs> yeah. this gun away. I don't need this gun to whip your guys None out. of these fucking guys <laughs> have guns. <laughs> Why? They're playing pool. They literally <laughs> they're are. Playing pool. They're playing uh, pool. Yes. They're literally having, having there. Having a good time. Playing pool. To protect the senator. Yeah. Just in case Storm shows up yeah. to try to kill the senator. Yeah. And nobody thought to call back like he's kicking our asses. Nobody's got <laughs> nobody a Nobody warned him. They got this elaborate network of people set up who don't know how to pick up a phone. And he just walks right in. <laughs> just starts whooping ass. And just beats the shit out of everybody <laughs> and stabs the one dude in the chest with yeah. a pull stick. With a pull stick. And then he starts taunting... <laughs> I guess it's a cop. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not really sure who the hell this Some guy, guy was. He's just another. He was bald guy number one. That was number three. At this point. No, no, no. That was number one. He was the main bald guy. Right. So he's going around taunting this guy. How do you know it's going? You're going to be dead. It's like <laughs> so. He, so he could get him to shoot. Yeah. Because the guy. This is a, a psychopath. He's a cop. Yeah. So why would he lose his cool and just immediately start shooting, you know, into the air for no good reason until he's out of bullets? So then, of course, you know, Storm comes over, beats the shit out of him, finds the senator, and shoves the fucking gun in the senator's mouth like a dick. It's And, and then proceeds to go <laughs> downstairs, and, you know, the cops show up and end of movie. And they, they of course, let Kelly LeBrock... And the son into a active crime scene. Why not? <laughs> Why not? And we get we get the worst, uh, you know, worst line number four from Kelly LeBrock. I love you, Storm. <laughs> She's literally known the guy for three fucking days. Well, seven years, kind of coma. If you count the coma, sure. Maybe she was like pretending like you know he was alive or something. Maybe she has got some sickness in her. And he's just accepting of it's this. It's fine. And the son's accepting of it, too. Yeah. Everything's great. It's just at a happy ending. They walk yeah. off like a new family. It's like. That's <laughs> how life works. Holy hell, dude. That's how it works, man. I, I, it is so bad I in get every aspect. My first 10. <laughs> ten, 10 fondled breasts out of 10. <laughs> 10. This is so bad. It's good. Oh, I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. It's so bad, it's good. I love watching And I this mean one. that every... This was the one that I said so we had to do. This is so bad, it's good. What do you give it, what do you give it Paul? Oh, Christ. I'm going to go seven and a half. Seven and a half? <laughs> they, uh, just on pure enjoyment. Enjoyment. It's, I mean, if you're going to go on technicalities, oh, it's a then two. It, it, it's a two at best. <laughs> it's a two. But it, on complete <laughs> enjoyment of this it's movie, just it's just fantastic. seven and a half. I mean, really, I would give it like an eight and a half, nine. I, I, it's great. It's again, it's so bad. It's great going in with that mentality of like this is, this is, this is it. 
if you're looking at a ridiculous action movie, <laughs> this is it. Doesn't get any better than this one. No, not not by much. That no. shootout scene near the end, I mean, that that right there is a cherry on top. <sighs> the the one in the Chin- the Chinese place? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I I could not I was dying. And they just and and the flippancy of her to just say I forgot to lock the door yeah. after oh. you just, his house almost is destroyed. died. I forgot to lock the door. There's dead people everywhere. You're kicking through walls and throwing people through glass plate glass doors. I forgot to lock the door. Holy shit. Holy shit, dude. You have to go watch this. If you have not seen this movie, you have to well, go you, watch this. You're supposed to watch this movie before you listen to this podcast. If you haven't, go back. It's a, go I back. apologize that we went very scene for scene because we promised that we wouldn't do that, but we had to. I don't think we could have gotten away with it without. Juice. Juicy. So much goodness. So much goodness. In Juicy. Juicy. Full oh, good scenes. Oh, that Paris fucking podcast is so bad. It is so bad. All right. The what? Paris Hilton has a podcast. Oh. I no, thought that's, that's why you said Juicy, no. because that's her thing. Is it? Yeah. So Stevens is called to not to get along with Bruce Malmuth and consider him to be a very poor director staying yeah. in 1990. I think it's a miracle this guy can put one foot in front of the other door. <laughs> he has a very mal mouth. <laughs> he was really dissatisfied with the action scenes and being excluded from the editing. So the director didn't allow him to edit the movie. <laughs> So, uh, you know, the problem is, is Warner Brothers has decided that they want his movies to be 90 minutes. So they cut tons of yeah. shit out of every one of his yeah. Warner Brother movies. Well, there was a point in time, I think, what, what during the 80s that films had, you know, they had to be a certain length. It's, it, we're done. It, well, yeah, yeah. I think that the, the acceptance of a two-hour movie was a drama. Yeah. You were willing to sit there for a, a mm-hmm. the top-of-the-line type of drama like Godfather. Uh, a three-hour movie, forget it. Like yeah, there was Kevin no Costner. way that you were dances watch with your... wolves. Yeah, the pendulum swings back and forth, right? Now we nowadays, have, now we have long movies, but you know, Lawrence of Arabia was really long. So, but you had the time in between that there was a well, there was animation back then too. That was. they had to because of the they it had was. to change reels. Yeah. So nowadays you didn't have to do that, especially now with the digital movies. Oh, they, yeah. You don't have to, but um, it's. We I think that that was part of the reason that they got away from it was because they lost intermissions. Like, intermissions went away. And I think the only movie, Titanic had an intermission, I believe, when it released. Did it? Yeah, I believe when it released it had an intermission. Huh. I don't remember that. Um, but not very many movies. Well, I know, that, uh, I know that IMAX films, you have to, well, back when they were a film, they're probably all digital now. But the film, you had to change reels, but that was seamless. You, you didn't know that they were doing it. No, because they had three cameras. Yeah, they had they had multiple uh, cameras and multiple reels, so you could you could do that and and not skip a beat. But yeah, uh, your typical movie theater didn't have that. So, did you want to give this one a grade? Did you get uh, a chance seven, to watch it? Yeah. Oh, you're strong seven. Too? I well, see, I agree with you, and then you guys. It was it was kind of it was so good it was bad, but because it, it, it did so represent bad it was good. the or whatever. So it was it was it did represent that sort of ridiculous action movie genre. Yeah. Uh, but but then there's other parts here like this is. Especially the people flying up. Yeah, well, I think that was but, a... But that's that, like an 80s that thing. That was though. an 80s thing. I, that's like, you watch some of those old Schwarzenegger movies like Commando, and you yeah. see a lot of that shit. It's like every bullet is a grenade. Yeah. Or something. Uh, I, don't uh, I, I don't think... I, I, I mean, it goes feet. to today. I mean, you watch the movies today, and you still see them flying backwards. 
you know, the guy shoots you with a twenty-two, and you're flying five 22. feet backwards through a fucking window. Yeah. That's just not going to happen, ever. I mean, 22, if you have a thick enough leather jacket, might stop it. I mean, it's, it's yeah. that, yeah. you know, they're not going to have that kind of force. Yeah. And, you know, that's why a lot of people still believe in the JFK conspiracy theory, because they don't understand the fact that, you know, when a bullet goes in, there's not going to be a lot of force that's going to push you backwards. It's the explosion coming out the other end that pushes him forward. I mean, that's why he pushes forward. Not because he was shot from the goddamn grassy knoll. Or, I'm sorry, pushes back because he got hit in the back and then it came out the front. So, you know, right. it, it, that's why he, that's why his head flashes back that way because, it's first off, it's connected to his neck. Mm-hmm. But secondly, because that's the way physics works. Oh, physics. You know, Whatever. people believe fucking movies. They just believe what they hear. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I think that's a big problem generally is that people believe movies. They, all movies, any movie. They think that's that's. Uh, a, but I think our that, history is being rewritten in fucking movies. They yeah. watch these movies and they think that it's real. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, the fact that we now believe as a country on a whole that the United States massacred the Indians. That's not even fucking close to what happened. Right. But that's what we believe on the whole like it's, as a it's, country. It's, it's, it's almost to the point. We're on the precipice of just replacing, you know, Jews with Indians. And it was, and it was the American Holocaust. Oh, we yeah, just put yeah, them in yeah. camps and killed them. Sure. I mean, and that's it's, just... It's, it, we're, we're on the precipice of that. Where the fuck did he go? I don't know. Uh, as time goes on, though, dude, it's just it, it. I think that history is getting rewritten by movies, and yeah. and the problem is, is the more realistic it becomes, the easier it is for people to believe it. Well, even back in the day, and I know this wasn't a movie, but Orson Welles with uh, Citizen Kane. No, 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 no. no. The oh, you mean uh, the um. The the it I just, know what you're talking about. Just, uh, War it, of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. That that proved alone that entertainment uh, can influence people. And sure. That was what in the thirties. I mean, that was a long time ago. Oh, it was. Yeah, I it, think thirties. It was a lot, and right. and you know, uh, stories. I mean, in, in fact, a lot of people uh, cultures their stories, their entertainment are their history. So it's you know, <laughs> but but yeah. So when people get shot, they think they fly backwards, and and I mean. I guess if you get shot with a big enough bullet, like maybe by a tank or something, I don't know. But it's it, you're not going to be flying up in the air and doing that. If, are you one of the? I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to go down this path. If you are, are you one of the the religious sects that believes that the the world's only five thousand years old? No. Okay, I didn't think so. But I mean that the reason that people believe that is because they read the Bible and they take it word for word. The Bible was a written, you know, was. A bunch of stories, you know, the fucking church decided which stories were going to end up in the book and which ones weren't. Mm -hmm. You know, the Old Testament, for the most part, was handed down stories. They weren't written stories. The New Testament had some written stuff in it. I mean, there was letters to the Corinthians and that kind of shit. But the Old Testament was all just handed down stories. Right. So, you know, the, you know, going off of stories that build a history, you can, you know, they people have gone through and they've like tried to match things up to the stories in the old Testament. It's like, 
it, you literally have Abraham would be 450 years old if you were to believe the stories in the Bible directly. Right. So it, it's kind of like, you know, even as far back as, you know, the first pressing the Bible, you, you it's hard to believe that people would believe that, but they do. There's an entire religions that believe, okay, well, the, the entire world's only 5,000 years old because that's the precipice of the Bible. The Bible basically says it exists here and it didn't exist there. So, uh, you know, you're that's kind of where you start losing me, but at the same time, it's like I understand why a child who watches Mulan is going to believe what they see in Mulan. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why they why a lot of people push agenda now over over profit. And you 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 see a lot of people that are like well well they I can't believe they did this. Why? They don't care about making money anymore. They care about pushing an agenda. And they don't uh, they don't you can influence way more people. I mean, back to the Nazis. They they knew that this worked. Yeah. They knew that's why they filmed everything <clears throat> because they knew it would affect people. Well, and, I, I watched. Uh, did you this watch? This is not Mank? an old. This is not an old. Uh, old idea. Did you see Mank by any chance? Who? Mank. No. On uh, Netflix, um, there's a there's a big section in, in Mank where they show they would take real people, and it was it was supposed to be a commercial for somebody for uh, somebody running for governor in California, and they would take interviews with real people. And then they would mix in actors for the uh, the opposition. So basically, all the people that were for, I don't remember the guy's name, uh, mayor, whoever the fuck it was, he, uh, he would have, they would all have this positive shit to say. Well, then they would bring in people that basically sounded like they were retarded <laughs> saying good things about the opposition, like, you know, well, I'm real. I'm really looking forward to his socialist agenda or his communist agenda because everybody will be equal and this and that and the other. And I'm like, whoa! What? Then I then I realized what they were doing was they had actors for the one side, but then real people for the other side. It's like that's how you people get manipulated. And that was in fucking 1938, mm-hmm. so or 1936, whatever it was. And like you said, you have you know the War of the Worlds. You have these movies throughout history have basically influenced people i mean you still have it now i mean you've watched it's the negative ads i don't even know that negative ads are effective but they think that negative ads are effective and there's got to be some kind of data behind that i mean it's not effective to me it's not effective to you the reason is is because we actually look into what they're fucking talking about versus other people who will see a negative ad and believe this guy's really a nazi I think well, negative ads, I think, are just over-the-top ridiculous now. Uh, I don't think they work as well. But I, that's why I think, you know, movies have always worked. And that's why you can't do a, you can't even watch a movie without being forced to do, you know, watch some sort of propaganda. But we have, we have gone right. over. <coughs> yeah, I don't know where the hell Jimmy went. He's he, going he's gonna to edit this and go, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to stretch because I thought he was going to come back nah. to say goodbye. But, uh, you know. He's got a, he's got a uh, kid emergency. Oh, okay. So I guess we're going to wrap it up uh, yep. this week. Um, I, I, like I said, um, I think we're all pretty much on the same boat. Yep. Shit movie, but definitely worth watching. Entertaining. It's, it's very entertaining. And, you know, you won't, you might feel a little uh, misogynistic towards the end of it. But uh, <laughs> other than that. Yeah. <laughs> It's fun to watch.
So uh, thank you for uh, tuning in where, you know, you can see us anywhere, any one of the, anywhere you find a podcast, you can find us. Uh, we will be on YouTube sooner than later. At some I, point. I think, yeah, I think we're aiming for mid-April at this point, but I'm not positive on that one. Uh, so maybe, just maybe, we'll have The Wrestler on YouTube. Yeah. So take it easy, and we'll be back next week with uh, another Steven Seagal movie. <laughs>